Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Sans Pants Radio. Honk! Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of All The Small Games. My name is Andrew Levins. I'm Jonathan Valenzuela. And we are here to tell you all about the indie games that we've played in the last week. Have we loved them? Have we hated them? Did they love us? Did they hate us? (laughs) Time to find out. Yeah. John, what is an indie game? (laughs) Oh no, (laughs) not again. No. Uh, I don't know. It's a roguelite or a roguelike. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about Creature in the Well, uh, River City Girls and Rad. Uh, John, I, I I spoke for like twenty straight minutes last week talking about bloodstains. So why don't you lead us? Blasphemous. Well, whatever. Blasphemous. <laughs> you know what? You just fucking. You just one of them. One of them's got to go. <laughs> Put them in a room together. One of them's got to go. <laughs> At this point, bloodstained probably. Yeah, yeah bloodstain. Unfortunately, oh, I did like that the the, the earlier one, Curses of the Night. Sure, Maybe? but yeah, yeah, you're right. It's got to go. It's. Bl- I mean, it's up against blasphemous. You love blasphemous. It's got to go, everybody. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, in that case, I'm going to talk about Rad. So, Rad, developed by the uh, the fun-loving guys and gals at Double Fine, um, the Tim Schafer-led company that is kind of an indie darling. Uh, you might know it for Broken Age or Psychonauts or the upcoming Psychonauts 2. Mm-hmm. So, Rad is uh, it's published by Bandai Namco, which they're a pretty big company, but we've talked about, like, one of those ones, one of those big companies that has like an indie publishing arm as well. This is a bit, like, I think, like Double Fine is like you know, even though they've they've grown, it certainly put out like, if not triple A, then double A games. Yes. You know, like Brutal Legend was their attempt at making like the biggest game possible at the time. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like they are at heart, at its core, and certainly Tim Schafer, you know, like they're indie darlings. You know. Yes. I'll allow this. They of actually course. were just bought by Microsoft though. Yeah. Or they've yep they've become they've been folded into the development. Or the the stable of developers, I guess, um, which cool. Like, I'm happy they're getting money. Yeah, for sure. And they've 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 promised that everybody that uh, has purchased, like, Psychonauts Two is coming out on every console. It won't be a uh, Xbox or Microsoft exclusive. Anyway, so Rad is um, it's a roguelike. Uh, listen to uh, an episode like three episodes ago, four episodes ago for the definition of roguelike. Oh, just look it up yourself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, we want them listening. Let's pump them listener numbers. Uh, It's a roguelike video game played from an isometric perspective. It basically like, it takes place in a sort of irradiated wasteland after the post-apocalypse. You control a teenager 
um, you're like sent out because I think your village is running out of water or something like that. You need to go out into this wasteland and find out what happened. Um, you are given this ability to like to kind of take radiation in and use it to create mutations in yourself. So RAD stand, stands for radiation. Yes. Um, but it also doubles because it has a very like 80s aesthetic to it. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, like it's tubular, if you will. Um, and radiation kind of takes the place of XP. So you earn up radiation and once you fill your radiation bar, you get a new mutation. Um, the mutations are randomized every time. So with each playthrough, you, you, you know, you might've had like, uh, your arm turns into a boomerang that you can throw at enemies and come back. But then the next time you play through, you die, you start a new round. And this time your first main mutation might be wings. So you can use those wings to like jump even higher. You can glide. Um, you can hover above enemies and ground pound them, stuff like that. Um, yeah. So it's all about you kind of like trying to sort of bring, um, humanity back from the brink essentially yeah right um it's it's fun it's definitely fun my while playing it i had the realization that i'm a bit burnt out on roguelikes and roguelite roguelites at the moment right whereas like I, think I was recently like oh, i love them now yeah <laughs> yeah like i think i've reached a point where i'm like i think after my 10th or 11th death i was like i'm i just want progress i'm not sure like i'm not progressing through this i'm just you know, getting to the second kind of world and then dying and then, oh crap, now I have to start again kind of thing. It's funny, like the, the kind of, it's a very kind of cutesy uh, character design. It's a yeah. very colorful, fun game with like, you know, lots of cool aliens and like the, the your team of friends looks like, you know, like pretty fun too. Yeah. It, this looks like it would lend itself to like just a, a standard kind of like, like RPG action game. Yeah. Like a kind of like a more, in, in your, like a more like a Bastion or, or a Diablo more mm. than it would a roguelike. But, and there's yeah. very like when you move from one world to the next, because one like your home base where you start every time you do a run, there's a guy that's like, hey, bring me back a, a, a plant seed from the wasteland. So every time you kind of like you, all the levels I've played so far involve you like turning on a number of lasers that open up the final kind of little boss area, and you have to go in and fight a boss. And mm-hmm. then once you go, once you defeat the boss and go through. There are two portals in front of you. One portal takes you to the next world. One portal takes you back to your home base. But they don't mark which is which. Oh, for fuck's sake. So So it's like by chance? I I can't tell because... Are you playing it with the volume down and there's there's actually someone saying, get in the left one if you want to go home, (laughs) but go in the right one if you want to go to the next world? Totally. Actually, (laughs) this is my... The only time I've been able to tell previously is there's a chicken outside one of the portals okay and they're like chickens in your home base so i'm like well it must be that one because right. the chickens wandered through kind of thing but every time i've had the seed i've always the chicken isn't there and i've always picked the wrong one yep like one's white and one's pink but i haven't figured out whether white or pink means home or the next thing anyway um if you like if you like roguelites roguelikes it's a fun time like i particularly like the fact that 
it randomizes the mutations with each playthrough. Yeah, that's fine. So you ne- you can never kind of like depend and you have to learn to adapt to whatever mutation you're given. And it sounds like there's a lot more variety in that than just getting a new weapon on a, on a, on a, on a new run like Dead Cells or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely like... And it's got to, like some real like cool, you know, there's one one mutation I had. I could fire like mental bullets that would take over an enemy and they'd fight for me. Oh, that's fun. Another one where I like, I'm a cobra, like my head turns into a cobra's head and I can bite <laughs> people and poison them, shoot fire, like there's a shoot fireballs one. There's all kinds of different stuff. So a lot of creativity in this. Um, and yeah, the whole like the 80s vibe to it's pretty funny as well. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, are you going to, Give it more, much yeah, more time. Yeah, probably. Or? I mean, like, look, September's huge, so maybe after September. Yep. But um, yeah, it's definitely a game I can see myself kind of. I think it's it's one of those games where I got frustrated, but I think if I come back a little bit later, it'll be like, oh, suddenly I'm on the fourth world and I'm having a great playthrough kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That's rad. Well, I've been playing Creature in the Well, um, which uh, I'm, I'm pretty close to completion, but uh, God, those last levels are absolutely kicking my butt. Uh, this is a game where you play a robot um, and uh, you enter a town that's been covered in sand and uh, you can't talk to anybody and it's like pretty like you know, like deserted. A lot of sand though. And then deserted. You, but then you go into like a dungeon and uh, and there's a, there's a fucking creature beneath you. Oh no. Like looking up at you. Um, and it's like being all menacing, telling you to fuck off, that kind of thing. <laughs> and, um, and then um, you get uh, like a weapon like a, I think it's like a baseball bat or a, or a sword or something like that. Sure. No, you know what it is? The first thing you get is a pipe. Ooh. And uh, this is a hack and slash dungeon crawling game, but it's also pinball. Yes. So there are lots of different puzzle rooms. You have your pipe. Um, you actually get a secondary weapon um, shortly after that. Um, and uh, you basically, yeah, like your, your pipe, you can, you, you, in the middle of each room is a ball. And um, it respawns a new ball every five seconds. So you, if you hit it once, um, then another one will respawn. You can and you can put like two balls in the mix. And basically, you want to um, aim and take out all these different pinball bumpers um, or enemies with with the balls as you uh, as you start whacking them. You then get a secondary weapon which charges. Um, basically, like, yeah, you can do a charge shot. So like basically, you, you hold it down and it's going like swish, 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 swish either side, and it gathers up all of the balls in the area. Okay. And then you aim it at like you know your bumpers or an enemy, and then it sends all the balls out there. And uh, there are like it, it gets more and more challenging, and it introduces new different enemy types and um, weird kind of bumper mechanics as you enter each room. You, you when you clear the room, all your balls get sucked into this. Uh, into a uh, like a the middle of the room, I guess, and like a big circular bumper, and they this is brilliant animation, this super satisfying animation of all the balls going like ding 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 as your like power level goes higher and higher. Because basically, you have to the reason you're going into all these rooms is that you are gathering power to turn on all the machinery in this dungeon that this creature is trying to stop prevent you from from turning back on, right? Because he doesn't want the town to. Prosper again? It's I don't just know. a prick. Yeah, he's a, he's an absolute prick. And so, yeah, you when you die, the creature's hand comes up from below and grabs you, Ooh. and then throws you out of the well. Oh, cool. Um, and then, but yeah, like as you as you turn on different, so there's like I think it's like like ten different zones, and each one turns on a different part of this town, like okay. power or security or like you know different things like that. Um, it's 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 very very. Um, 
like satisfying when you when you turn on when you finish a new area. But the gameplay it's really really fun at first, especially when you're getting a hand around it. But then it it by way of, instead of like making things more kind of like varied, it just adds like outliers like oh this is a timer, right. and so you have to like you have to turn off all the bumpers in a, in like a, a 10 second window. So right. it's really, really frantic. And it's just, it's, it just, it feels, it doesn't feel like proper difficulty. It just feels like, like force, force challenge. Yeah. 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 And it's not, it, you're just like, when you don't get it, you're just like, Oh, come on. Like, and it's, it's hard to be like quite precise, but there are, le- there are weapons that you can find. If you, if you complete every challenge in each, in each uh, room or world, mm. um, each zone, you can access new new paths that then lead you to like different weapons. So one weapon will like um, have like a laser pointer that shows you exactly what you're aiming at, or one okay. of them allows you to um, every every time you return an enemy shot, you um, gain energy back. Things like that. Yeah, um, it's fun. It's a really really clever idea. It does not hold your hand at all. Right. So like the first like twenty minutes of the game, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Um, it's really easy to just kind of like walk into the sandstorm and, and then it'll just like respawn you at the beginning of the, of the game again. Um, but, uh, it reminds me of, um, Hyperlight Drifter in a way. Um, it does like, I, I'm looking at trailers. I got a little bit of that vibe. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, obviously the gameplay is completely different, but the way that you get like only snippets of, of lore of the world and there's so many weird menacing things in this world. And I guess overall the kind of visual style is very unique. There's a flatness to it. Apparently, it was inspired by Hellboy. Interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to try and finish this one. Um, okay. Obviously, I've been uh, blaspheming instead of, uh, of, of finishing my, my of, of turning the well back on. But right. uh, I'm enjoying it. It's cool. Creature in the Well. Uh, it was. Uh, let me pull this one out. Um, this is uh, developed and published by Flight School Studio. It's out on Switch, Windows, and Xbox One. Nice. Yeah, and it's cool. I really enjoy it. Um, I think I, I pre-ordered it, so should be should be well. It's very much out by the time you're listening to this, dear listener. Yeah, it's twenty two so, fifty Australian. Yeah, I'll be giving it a giving it a run. There's a uh, there's a, a discount going until like oh, it's probably probably finished by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, good game. Um, I've also been playing River City Girls. Um, you uh, will have known from uh, when I reviewed uh, the Friends of Ringo Ishikawa. Um, that I'm a big fan of the River City Ransom games. Uh, that yeah. started on the NES. Um, they're, they're games in which you play a Japanese schoolboy who beats the shit out of endless waves of uh, other Japanese schoolboys. Um, just just that's... In, 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 like just varying shades of coloured uniforms. Yeah. Um, Friends of Ringo Ishikawa turned it into a like life sim life sim RPG like storytelling game. Yeah. That, that's one of my that's one of my favourite very unique awesome indie games of the year too yeah but, uh, on the flip of this uh, it's, it's always been a game a style of game like a beat-em-up game even the beat-em-up genre it's always very much associated with like you play a dude trying to rescue your girlfriend yeah or like or something like that so or the president who's your girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> um river city girls uh is a game um uh made by way forward who are best known for the shante um yep. series and they've done countless other third party and, and licensed games in, in sure. the past i've got their mighty switch force collection okay. uh, on the back burner they want to try and play very soon uh but i love way forward i think they're like even when i don't fully connect with their game i just admire i love their dedication to to like pixel art and, and great animation in games and just the overall style like th- th- this game has like a full pumping like 
girl like girl guitar pop soundtrack. Nice. Uh, your two River City girls, uh, Kyoko and Masako. Um, whose boyfriends are kidnapped or are missing at the start of the game. Ooh. And so you have to fight your way through the school, like starting with the classroom in which the, like, the, the principal goes over the thing saying, don't let the girls leave. I'll give everyone money if they can stop them. <laughs> so like you start, just start beating up your classmates and you have to make your way through the school. Um, the beat em up element is so much fun. You level up really like, you know, every time you level up, you can, um, you either unlock more abilities or, um, new abilities and, and moves unlock in the dojo. Okay. So the second area, once you get through the school is, uh, is the city and there's all these different stores that you can buy, like, um, like health power ups and, um, and you can visit a dojo and learn new moves Sweet. or you can get even like, there's like, like an underwear store where you can buy underwear that gives you, uh, um, different, you know, abilities. You don't actually see the girls in the underwear. It's just right. you buy them. It's got like a bomb bra or something like that. Sure, you know, like, sure. It's fun. It is like, you know, it is like, a, a, it definitely relies on that, you know, the anime sexiness trope a little bit, but I think it is, because it's an American game, there is a knowing, like, you know, it, it knows what it's trying to do and it's it's, it's tongue in cheek about it too. Yeah. And these, um, these are characters, the two characters you play as, they, they're like, they are not playable, but they're in other games, I think. So there are there are characters from River City Ransom right. in this game, okay. Um, uh, including like like the overall the, the the tutorial is like the the kind of classic eight bit sprite of one of the main characters from River City Ransom. He just kind of tells you what to do. I don't know. He's just, just his head, right? Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, as you at the as you get through. Um, like you know, and, and the beat 'em up style. Like, even though like you have like a bigger move set than your average, you know, like NES or SNES beat 'em up game, it's very much you know, like you know, you go through, you finish one room, and then you go to the next room, and you beat up everyone in there, and then you move on to the next room. There's like fun weapons that people come through as always. And this is like one of my favorite, always one of my favorite things to play in these games. When, when I was a kid, like a yo-yo is a weapon, nice, and the yo-yo is always the best weapon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then at the end of every, like, you know, you'll, maybe it's like 20 to 30 rooms that you've got to go through and then there's a boss. Um, and fucking hell. Yeah. The bosses are so hard. Really? <laughs> just because like, I don't know, I feel like you, you level up, it's really satisfying. Like, you know, it's even just a fun way to just kill time. It's, I, I love just like, you know, button mashing my way through hordes and hordes of enemies. But then, uh, yeah, there, there are, there are pattern, patterns you need to memorize and uh, you can't, it, it it changes a lot. You, there's a lot more strategy involved. It almost becomes more like a punch out right, kind of boss okay. than uh, you know. You, you're still gonna beat the hell out of them, but but they're like, I don't know. In in a way that like a blasphemous, for example, I talked about last week. Like the boss fights in that are uh, like every move is flagged, and you just have to you have to learn the patterns, learn when to dodge, learn when to yeah. block, learn when to attack. This. It, it, it is it just doesn't feel as clear and sure. it feels just in such a stark contrast to the rest of the game where it's like like i feel like most beat-em-up games i won't block the entire time so maybe this is on me that i'm finding it I'm like, oh, sorry obviously this is on me hmm. i feel like the game doesn't really encourage you to block at all during the main part of the game okay but then it, it relies on you doing so in the boss fights um so it's almost not teaching you during the main part of the game or it's like maybe it is it maybe because you level up and you become stronger by you know just dying and 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 uh, and churning and going back and forth between the rooms and leveling up that way sure. maybe that negates the, the 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 like why I would learn to play the game properly or something I don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, does, it, does it have like is there any tutorial elements to there, it? there, there really there is they're, they're, they're really good it's just like the I just mean it's just one of those things where like the boss battles are so much harder than the rest sure. of the game. 
Um, and so like I'll be having the most fun time just like mowing through enemies and then it's like just hitting a wall where you're like, oh, I don't want to learn this yeah. enemy's patterns right now. I think what I'm saying is this game is so fun except the um, boss battles aren't fun. Right, okay. Um, they're not bad. They're just, just not fun. Like a slog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, it's not even a slog. I think it, I just, I'm not... I, I think when I go back, basically what it is, is I'll, I'll get up to a bus. I'm, at the, I'm on the fourth, fourth kind of area now. Mm-hmm. And each time I'll like, I'll have the best time, like spending an hour making my way through like one level to the end, getting all the secrets in the level. There's lots of fun kind of like story missions that you have to do for characters you meet along the way. Okay. Including like one great, uh, if not a little bit frustrating part where you can't, you have to steal keys from a security guard to break into the mall. Um, and he's sleeping surrounded by squeaky soft toys. Amazing. So you have to like, jump on his furniture to get around him so he doesn't wake up to the squeaks awesome that's um, so good like just like really really real great creative. little moments like that the dialogue's really fun good voice acting excellent music throughout um, but uh, yeah I'll, 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 so I'll get through all the level and have heaps of fun doing that like you do die like just you know playing the game that's but life, it, it doesn't punish you much um, uh, but uh, then when I get to a boss I'll have like three cracks at it and then I'll just put the game down and then come back to it you know the next day or whatever and then I'll just then I'll, then I'll actually go okay Re- reset learn yeah. the boss now i'm going to do it but yeah sure. the, the, the the two parts of the game don't flow into each other very well yeah um it's a, an excellent game um if you are missing like a beat-em-up i think the the, the god tier of this style of game is um for recent times is scott pilgrim versus the world definitely uh, the ubisoft developed game that was out on ps3 and xbox <coughs> 360 360 it doesn't really exist anymore no sadly the licensing uh, is all fucked up which is i would love someone to work out i would love to replay that on switch i'll never get rid of my ps3 because that game is on it but that, like you know if you if you want to see a gorgeous pixel art beat em up game with like and it's a licensed game too um that game is just it's so much yeah, fun you really it? Yeah. yeah yeah i had it on xbox 360 it's so good um and uh i was hoping this would be um as good as that and it, it 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 comes damn close. And maybe as I get better at it, maybe sure. it's not about this game being better. It's about you being better. That's true. Yeah. It's a lesson to learn. Uh, it's forty five dollars Australian. Yeah, which um, seems a little on the pricey side um, for this kind of a game, um, but uh, that's that's the sort of like that price tag is where I drop a few like a few thousand Nintendo points. Yeah, totally. To or, get it or, down or, to something a bit like, more manageable. If, I, I reckon it won't be long before this is like a, 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 a sale game. A yeah. thirty game, I would. Uh, yeah, yeah, a thirty dollar game, I would say. Yeah. Um, look, there's a lot of backtracking as well. I think the game is like it pads itself out a little bit, but because the uh, because the combat is so fun, I I don't have an issue. Sure. I, I like I like leveling up and, and grinding in, in a yeah. beat 'em up game. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely gonna finish this one. Awesome. So maybe I'll come back to 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 the game uh, later in the year at some point and give you an update if you are still on the fence by that point. Cool. So I'm going to have a sip of water. That's awesome. While you tell everybody the email address to get this, get us on. Uh, you can hit us up on at uh, all the small games at gmail.com if you want to send us an electronic letter. Uh, you can also hit us up at all the small game for Twitter at all the small game. Yep. Or facebook.com slash all the small games. Uh, if Facebook is more your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, individually, you can get Levens at Levdog, D-A-W-G, or myself at 16Tacos. Those are for Instagram and Twitter both. Yep. And uh, yeah. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. 
LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So we got some emails oh. this, this week. Oh. Um, I, I will I'll let everyone know that I think our, our, um, we've, we, our email address is being like, found by bots, but that we're only getting like video game Spam we, it's, So it's pretty funny Yeah So this one uh, Loslia June Sent me an email Saying Your Xbox rocks Greetings How are you I am Magnolia Amelita I am from Compass Computer Technologies I came across That you're excited About Xbox We are offering Xbox gift cards In case you are involved Just simply Google search Xbox free codes XXX If you find That I'm bugging you Please reply Unsubscribe And I will by no means Mail you back again Thanks much <laughs> <laughs> okay then Seth Bryant Oh wait no This is actually the real one This one's by Hold on, CC. Let, me, let me google Xbox free codes Triple X On my work computer uh, Hello Glad to hear that Oh wait sorry This is, this is the, the subject is I used 99% of luck To meet you In the video game industry Oh my god Hello Glad to hear that You're on the market For a video game This is CC <laughs> From westerngames.com Nowadays, global market for video game price is not stable and keep raising every month. We believe you must to consider stock one more potential good and strong supplier. Our company is a professional repair parts and accessories manufacturer with 10 years experience. We have some star products, which quality is pretty good and the price is very acceptable, such as Xbox 360 and PS4. <laughs> we want to avail ourselves of opportunity establishing business relation with you. Please contact me for any more information. Free sample and quotation will be sent for your eva- evaluation. <laughs> yep. Pretty great. 
Thanks, Miss, I, thanks, Miss Cece. I do love, I do love the kind of the way the language they use. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah. Do we have any actual emails? We do. We have three. Okay. <clears throat> this one is from Tyler. Hey, Levins. Um, I noticed that I never hear you talking about Deku deals or any on, on this or any of your other podcasts. It's a great website that lets you track discounts on Nintendo Switch games and lets you know what the price history is. For example, the sale history, and it'll notify you when a game on your wish list goes on sale. It's Deku Deals, so D E K U Deals dot like, com. Like reference to Zelda? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So, um, slash game. I mean, Deku is a Japanese thing as well. Sure. Um, but yeah, thanks, Tyler. That is really, really helpful. I've signed up, and uh, it's a, if you want to see it, all it is, like, if you, if you have, it's like, I wish this was the, the shop front for the eShop. Sure. It's, it's really, really good. Head to Deku Deals dot com slash games. Uh, and you can, yeah, you can. It, it immediately shows you all the games on on sale right now and what the um, what the discount is, and okay. you can wish list them, and that will email you if if certain ones go on sale. That's great. It's great. Very useful. Big recommend. Thank you, Tyler. I thought we, I thought we, were, we were saying that we want that. Yes. Like two weeks ago. Yeah, definitely. Um, Bjorn um, clearly did not clearly emailed us before we recorded last week's episode. Hey guys, since you're weekly now, which is amazing in itself, any chance that we're getting that local multiplayer episode that you've talked about soon? I'm always looking for cool new games to justify all those extra controllers I bought. Just got Heave Ho on the Switch and Man of Medan on Steam. It's from the guys that made Until Dawn, so maybe not small, but the concept seems pretty unique for multiplayer. Can't wait to try them out. I reckon aside from the obvious ones like Overcooked, my top pick for indie couch fun is regular human basketball, a normal basketball game. Keep up the good work. Beyond. Cool. Uh, Nidhogg 2. Nidhogg 2. Always Nidhogg 2. Duck game. Nidhogg 2. Duck game. Those are the, the 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 kings. There was a there was a game. Tricky Towers. I said that last time, but yeah. There was a game that I saw at, when I last week when we were doing the indie mega booth stuff from PAX. Let me just. What's it called? Fuck! I just realized I forgot to talk about the Celeste thing last week. Um, oh yeah, that's uh, right. Matt makes games is no longer Matt makes games. He's the guy who made uh, uh, what's it called Towerfall Ascension. Yes, and um, uh, of course Celeste. So he an- announced that uh, we're getting. Fuck this week, yeah. We've already got it. Sorry, we've got, sorry. We look full disclosure. We record two episodes on, on on the same day. Yeah. So sometimes we're talking to you from the past. Yeah. But uh, I get. I bet you, while you're listening to this episode, I'm kicking back playing Chapter Nine of Celeste. Hell yeah! Can you believe it? Farewell, I believe. It's How called. did I get so terrible at this game in yeah. such a short amount of time? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Matt makes games. Uh, now has made is is now a uh, a company. A company. That's right. Um, and what's the company called again? Matt makes company. Uh, let me just find the relevant thing you told me this on. Uh, where is he it? He changed it. Fuck. I, I, I messaged it to you. Um, so yeah, it's Extremely Okay Games. Great name. Yeah, it's an extremely okay name. But Beyond Towerfall Ascension, a great multiplayer game. Yeah, and it's the... Extremely Okay multiplayer game. The PAX West one that I saw is called Dunk Lords. Fuck and yeah. It's basically like NBA Jam meets a fight, a brawling game. Right, awesome. Yeah, looks really cool. Um, and this last one is from Seth. He says, hey guys, really enjoying uh, the show so far. I find you have a great chemistry and like the easygoing feel of the show. I also think the switch, the, to, the switch to shorter, more regular episodes is made for easier listening. My question is, yeah, I imagine everyone's like, oh, thank God, this episode isn't fucking two hours long. Yeah. Um, my question is, could you recommend any small games with any LGBT plus characters or themes? As a queer trans guy who loved 
uh, Stardew Valley and its inclusion of same-sex real- relationships, I would love to play more indie games which acknowledge me and other members of the LGBT plus community. Thanks for the great show, Seth. Off the top of my head, uh, A Night in the Woods. Yep. Uh, definitely has some great LGBT and, and that has been in the news recently for the wrong reasons, Ooh, but some yeah. good, so actually good people worked on that game too. Right? Yes. And, and for, all, for what it's worth, it is a good game. Yeah, it's a fantastic game. Let's, let's not dive into that news. Um, that's that's one off the top of my head. Uh, Gone Home is the other very kind of obvious one yes, too. Yes, of um, course. Uh, there's a lot of games that have uh, queer or, or non-binary characters, including um, Wonder Song. Uh, it, it came out that the Bard is non-binary. That's right. Yeah, um, which I think is really really cool. I, and that, that's the kind of representation where it's like, at no point is that discussed in the game. It's just it's it, it, the, yeah. the Bard is never referred to as he or she. In yeah, the game, that's so a good point. They are there, and I think you mentioned last week that um, Shovel Knight is going yeah, gender, you, you, gender non-binary. You, that's right. You can, you know, if, yeah. if, if, you, you can, you can be a, a, a he or she or a they. Yeah. Um, if if you want the the game to talk to you or the other characters as such, um, some other more recent games that we've spoken about in the podcast are there are gay characters in Transistor, sure, which is an excellent game. Um, the game um, twenty sixty four read only memories, and from the same. Um, from the same uh, developers, uh, was it Valhalla? It's like V A dash one one Hall A Valhalla. They both have lots of yep. uh, lots of diverse um, characters in those games. Um, obviously, um, Undertale. Um, there are lots of uh, queer relationships and uh, non-binary characters in both Undertale and its sequel. In fact, the main character, I think, is uh, in in uh, what was what's the Undertale sequel? Oh, uh, down... No. Um, it's Undertale with the... It's, uh, Delta Rune. Delta Rune, that's right. That, I'm like, that, it's, a, it's an, it's an, it's an that anagram. Main, the main character of that is, uh, is, is non-binary, I think. Um, um, I think Oxenfree. Oxenfree has some, some like... You, you can you control the character and you can choose to pursue same-sex relationships. Yeah, cool. And I think they don't, like, they don't make a big deal out of it. It's just you can choose to do it. And then um, did you play uh, Doki Doki Literature Club? I'm aware of it. Lots of like pan, horror- pan, pansexual themes in that one as well. The horror game, yeah. Yeah, it was like a like a novel. What's a game based novel? What are those games called? Yeah, uh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, graph- uh, yeah. We know what they are. It's we Japanese. <laughs> uh, so I hope that that helps. I mean, sorry if that was a bit obvious. Some of those, but hopefully we recommended a few ones. Mm. Uh, there, there definitely should be more representation in in games. Period. Like I think though, art and media is how people like get over the bullshit yeah. like that associated with like cuz you know the the reason half the fucking discrimination exists is because people have never encountered someone that is different in the first place and, and they, de- and they like, don't want to and there are definitely i mean there are steps being taken by the triple a's mm. like i think recently cyberpunk 2077 there was a big oh they're they're fucking idiots <laughs> That's kind yeah of like... but but look they like they are at least trying because they're fucked up that many times. Oh though. yeah, yeah, they, yeah they like they, have to. they had to get yeah. It's but I think the but the, part of the problem as well is the audience hears about that and just goes mental. Is like how dare you do? This I know kind it's of thing. it's so bad. The, like triple A's yeah. are horrible for this kind of stuff. But I think indie games is definitely like that's one of the great things about indie games is that the pick the kind of people that play indie games are much more accepting of like hell yeah fine make make them you know. Non-binary, make them, you know, genderqueer, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's a um, there's a game called Your Royal Gayness that was made in Finland, 
Okay, then. The player takes the role of a gay prince left as regent while his parents are away for 60 days. While managing the kingdom, the player character, character secretly courts princes from other kingdoms. The spy master Seraph's gender is left purposely ambiguous, and the character uses they and them pronouns. That sounds cool. I mean, just I, I, bring about? bring your royal gayness to switch. <laughs> I think this is also like Dream Daddy. Oh fuck yeah! I, I actually really want to play that. Yeah, um, the, the character designs on that look great. And game I mentioned last week from the PAX part, um, boyfriend dungeon. Like I think you can date both women and men in that. Cool. So yeah, awesome. All right, well, um, please, like, if you if you have uh, some uh, examples of great representation um, for the LGBTI plus community, yeah, um, let us know. Again, the email address is allthesmallgames at gmail dot com. Uh, we are on Twitter as well at allthesmallgame. I think John said it earlier. Follow yeah. us; we're great. Yeah. Thank you so much um, for listening to another episode. And make sure you listen to next week's episode. Why? Because Untitled Goose Game Holy review, shit. Overland review, honk it up, motherfuckers! Yeah, there's honk there's, it up, mother honkers. There's so many games coming out. So looking forward to it. Oh man, can't wait to be a goose. Oh, hell yeah. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.